You are now entering the Brightness. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello! Hello! You're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Gosh, I'm a little rusty. Last week I got it just fine, and this week I couldn't remember exactly who I was. That's troubling. Yeah, but that's okay. How curious. I'm Kevin Held. I'm your co-host. And I am Jason T. Gaffney. Okay. Also your co-host. You're my co-host. Yes. All right. Okay. I feel more centered now. I feel grounded. (laughs) All right, I know who we are. I love it. That's good. How are you doing this week, Jason? I'm good. How are you? I'm just just fine. Just you fine. seem you seem like aloof and happy. I yes, I'm well. I'm always aloof, uh, but I'm also happy now. Right now, yes. I love it. We had a great week. Our um, my husband turned forty last week, like I talked about last week on the show. Yours. And we had a fantastic dinner, and we had this crazy party, like American Ninja Warrior-style party. Because, How fun. again, he's just a child who happens to be 40. I love it. Yeah, me too. And uh, so, yeah, it's been a very, very nice week. It's good to be back here in Sherman Oaks. Yes. yes. You got it right. I got it right. I know, I'm so proud of you. I know what's happening. I know what's going on. I know where I am. I know who I am. I know what time it is. Great. Great. I'm here. How are you? I'm good. What have you been up to? Working on uh, the series that I'm teamed up with Deku to do. That is so exciting. Yeah, we talked, we, we, sorry, say the name again. Sorry. Marriage of Inconvenience. Yes, and Jason has signed a deal with, oh, he's signed a deal. Look at you, businessman. Crazy. Look at you, your entertainment mogul. Let me put it this way. I do not love the negotiation process across the board. You don't love the art of the deal? No. Oh, sorry. Oh, his face crinkled up. I hate Trump. I know. I did it. That's why I did it. That tub of evil. <laughs> True. I mean, there's nothing to argue with there. Yeah. But what? So you don't like the negotiation? No, I don't. <laughs> come back. Come it's, back. It's, <laughs> negotiation is a necessary part for everyone to get the things that they need and want for their sides and all that stuff. But sometimes it feels like people are asking for things just to ask for things. This is with all negotiations mm-hmm. I deal with mm-hmm. buying a car, whether it's you know, de- working out a job contract, like any right. sort of negotiation. There's always some hidden crap. Sure, somewhere. and and it's just making sure, and it's and it's you know, I'm really psyched to work with Deku. They're really good people. Yeah. The deal is really great. It's it's you still like have to be careful with every like read every contract, people. You should always read every contract, and that is mentally exhausting for me. Yeah, especially because... a contract like on your life or something, or if you're. <laughs> Like accepting a contract on someone else's life, like exactly. Fine print, like last week. Yeah, like last week. Yeah. Go back and listen to it. If yeah, you haven't heard it. Yeah, and and don't just uh, like it's a good rule of thumb. Don't put yourself in a position where these two assholes could talk about you on a podcast years later. Just don't do that. Yeah, if you end up on our podcast and you're not a uh, powerful woman of note, because we've done a couple of those, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You've or got, a guest host, or, or a guest host. Yes, yeah. I suppose. 
you're done fucked up. You're done fucked up because you, sh- you don't want to show up on the show. <laughs> Unless you're the hero. If it's, you're the hero. That's what we do, a comedy about tragedy. Very people. few heroes on our show. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm glad you, that you're working out the deals, Steph. Yeah, yeah the deal's good. We, I mean, we... We figured out all the kinks, and so now it's just getting ready for production. We're, we're right. now we're in the negotiating phase with SAG-AFTRA. Oh, exciting! It's not really a negotiation phase; it's more that they tell you what you can and can't sure, do. Sure, and you're just you. acquiesce. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> I'm glad, so in the in when, when but with Deku when you were when you were doing that, he's like, you have your kinks, and they're like either into those kinks or not into those kinks. Sure, and they're into other kinks, and then you can find some kind of kink. In the middle, like a kinky middle ground. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you couldn't have put negotiating better. Yeah, that's thanks. actually pretty, pretty spot on. Thanks. Was joking, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, for people out there who may not understand negotiations, mm-hmm. but they understand kinks and consent. <laughs> but, they're, but they're perverts. Yeah, I didn't. Now you pervert. get it. Now you get it. Everybody has kinks. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'm glad you're well, and I'm glad I'm well, and you're becoming an entertainment mogul. Well yeah. done, because now I can just hitch my star to your <laughs> your wagon, and then you can pull me along with you. There we go. Works for me. All right. <laughs> By the way, before we jump in, yeah. there's this adorable little girl on our street whose grandma, maybe? Some older lady that she lives with. Yeah, or nanny? Maybe. I don't know. We don't know. She goes on these walks where the little girl is in a little pink wagon. Oh. But in a little pink wagon with the little girl is a little white dog. Really? And the little dog and the little girl are together being driven around the neighborhood in this wagon. And so, it is stupidly cute. Donald Trump. What? I just wanted to put that in that in in your mind with that same ed- image now. Imagine Donald Trump in the in the wagon. In the well, no. I like ruining stuff for you. That's is it working? No, because I know that she's not Donald Trump because she's a tiny little. No, female. she's not Donald Trump. He's in the wagon with her. Oh God, he would kill her. The size <laughs> is not. He literally, the mass of him would destroy her. <gasps> yeah, imagine that lady trying to pull that wagon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's moving. I think that wagon is uh is over. It's I'm sorry. It was it was your your enjoyment of that image was beautiful and I wanted to, you know, hurt something beautiful. I'm sorry. It's my kink. Take your kink. It's my kink. <laughs> Give me the bright spot. That's lovely. Well that was that was it. That was lovely. <laughs> Okay, bright spot. No, no. I have a bright spot. I have a bright spot. You're going to like it quite a bit. Okay. I, I apologize for that whole thing. I should never even mention his name. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's jump in the show. Yes? I'm ready. All right. We're fully back now. Um, the bright spot this week is the Genie Language Translation app. That's J-E-E-N-I-E. It's not a brand new app. Okay. But they have just recently launched a brand new feature on their app, right? Where at the touch of a button, a person who is deaf can get a video, basically a video call with an ASL interpreter. I love this. Right? So you can call those people and you can sign to the interpreter uh, what you're trying to say. And then that interpreter can speak to the retail person. clerk or at the store or the dry cleaner or whatever or the whoever you're trying to communicate with yeah if you don't want to do notes back and forth as long as you have someone else to like hold the phone while you and while you do your sign you can communicate in the world much much faster and it's for a dollar a minute that's it. Is how they're doing this yes because most of them these these 
services exist, but they're very business driven and they're usually charging like $125 an hour. Sure. And that's their rate, right? But this is a dollar a minute. That's and great. So it's for people who are deaf uh, to go into the world and just be able to communicate with hearing people much faster. And I think that that is one way, like, you know, technology is is wonderful sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's only there for your kinks. But this this is wonderful. And I think it's a fantastic communication tool. And and it was it's a really it's a niche that needed to be filled, right? Sure. Like I'm amazed it took this long, but there it is. Genie has uh, created that feature of their app. And I think that that's wonderful because it'll facilitate communication for a lot of people. I think that's great. Yeah, because you don't want to be writing notes and taking forever, you know, in the store. Yeah. Whatever. I like writing notes though. For myself. Well, sure. You can still you, you can you can still write notes. <laughs> I don't know if I can. You you can. You I have promise. To go through Genie. No, no, it's not required. I need you to take a note for me, it's not sir. Are you even deaf? Genie's not. I'm half deaf. <laughs> take my fucking note. <laughs> um, the fact that you're screaming at me in the store uh, makes me feel like you could communicate verbally with me. Otherwise, oh. If, it's, the if that's stories. the level you're comfortable with, it's okay. I literally had an audition talking with the person, and they asked if I would need an interpreter. Oh, talking with a person. Talking to them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm not getting this job by mine. They're like, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a good time. I should have filed against them, but I didn't. Yeah, you should I have. I was young. Well. Um, you live and you learn. Yeah. Um, so I, But that is the bright spot this week. And I, I thought it. it would be particularly up your alley. It is up my alley. And there you go. <laughs> it's a regular Folsom Street there. <laughs> oh my God! You didn't even say it right. It's Folsom. Fol Folsom. Folsom. Is that Folsom? No. Folsom. Folsom. Is it because you're full of some? You're full of some stuff. Yes, you're full. <laughs> <laughs> you're full of something. <laughs> when, you, when you're at Folsom, yes. Dick. <laughs> That's mostly it. Yeah. But not exclusively. <laughs> Speaking of kinks. <laughs> All right, that's what I have for the bright spot. Are I love it. Ready to? Are you ready to tell me about the tragedy we're talking about this week? Yeah. Well, then start. All right. God. Okay. I'm, I'm here. I got here from the from the fucking west side. Okay. All right. I did that for you. Folsom. Talk to me. Oh, let's talk about Folsom. No. Oh. <laughs> I don't have anything about Folsom, but now I'm going to look it up. Yeah, we can, we should do an episode. Very on that. excited about that. Yeah. Um. We're going to go to a place most people don't like to go. Washington, D.C.? Doctors. Oh, okay. Amputation. Oh, God. Death. Oh, okay. I mean, we're just just doing the whole tragedy thing. That's right. Okay. We're going to talk about the famous surgeon, Robert Liston, today. Okay. Did he create amputation? Do you know who Robert Liston is? Did he create Did he amputation? Create amputa- no, amputations happened since the dawn of time. So who who invented amputation? I don't know. God. God, no. <laughs> God was not like, I created the whole planet, and by the way, I'm creating a thing called amputation, y'all, because uh, uh, I made you flawed, and now you got to cut off a limb. Wow, he's a dick. We knew that. <laughs> I turned your bitch to salt. So, no, the answer is no. I don't know who Robert Liston is. <laughs> Enjoy your salty bitch. Ah, she's a salty bitch. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> she, my, my my wife wa- was turned my into. My wife is now salty. Yeah. 
So Robert Liston was born on October 28th, 1794 in ah. Scotland. Whoa, okay. So, ah. and he's a doctor. <laughs> he's a doctor. He came out, the woman was like, ah, lady, give me your breast. Oh, my. I need to eat. Oh, God. That's my best baby voice. Do, do better. <laughs> <laughs> At both Scottish and baby. <laughs> And Ma, get no, it? No. Ah. Oh no! Oh uh, no! Yeah. I think we should dash the baby. We <laughs> <need> <laughs> well, now that I've alienated all of our Scottish uh, listeners, no, we haven't. Sure, just our hearing ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Robert would go on to learn how to be a surgeon. Okay. at the University of Edinburgh. So slightly after being born, it's Edinburgh, right? Uh, I guess Edinburgh. 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 I think we call it Edinburgh. Oh. I think the Scottish call it Abarth. Abarth. Well, he went to school in 1818. Mm-hmm. He would officially be crowned a, do- a surgeon. Cra- I don't know. Oh, crowned? Not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a doctor! <laughs> I've, I've, I've gotten, I've gotten four years of education. I'm a doctor! Get on That's your knees. That's how it was in 1800. <laughs> <laughs> Get on your knees! Well, he did end up. Mama! <laughs> <laughs> Who's your dada? <laughs> Who's your baby? <laughs> he ended up becoming a surgeon. He was like 18 years old. I don't know. What was he born? Uh, 1794. 94. And graduated in 18. 18 what? So he's like 20 something. All right. So full doctor. Like in 1800s, that's all he had to do was go to like two years of school. <laughs> like, I'm a doctor now. Yeah. I'm sure. better than all y'all. But I'm true. It's true. Like, that's all you had to do is like, oh, go sure. kind of to sort of a medical school-ish kind of thing. Apprentice maybe with a doctor for a second, and then you were a doctor. Yeah. Those were the good old days. <laughs> he ended up working for the Royal Infirmary of Edinburgh. 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 I think it's Edinburgh. Is it Loch Ness? Is it a Loch Ness in your pants? Are you just happy to see me? Ah. Oh. So many people are now like, this tiny country is now causing us so much angst. (laughs) Wait, you don't feel calm when I speak Scottish? I don't. (laughs) It's like nobody feels calm when when you're speaking Klingon. (laughs) It's just a harsh... It's a harsh language to hear. I don't even know if I said anything in Klingon. I'm sure you did. I think think that you invited me to have sex with your cat, if I heard it right. (laughs) You don't have a cat. No, I don't have a cat. So have a good time. Moot then. <laughs> so Robert would uh, quickly become one of the most famous surgeons ever. Okay. Oh, which is why you thought I might know him. Yeah. Yeah. No. I know your love of surgeons. I do. My yes, my love of surgeons goes goes very deep, but it only starts at 1924. But it originated at Folsom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my kink. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a surgeon? Yes. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I have a number of slits that I'd like you to examine. Oh, God. Quote from Wikipedia. Quote, Richard Gordon, a medical historian and surgeon, mm-hmm. describes Liston as, quote, the fastest knife in the West End. Jesus he Christ. Could, he could amputate a leg in two and a half minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Claim to fame. Great. Another quote from Richard Gordon. With a knife? Oh, 
Liston was six foot two and operated in a bottle green coat with Wellington boots. He sprung across the blood-stained boards uh, upon his swooning, a uh, sweating, strapped-down patient like a duelist calling out, uh, time me, gentlemen, time me, to students no. craning with pocket watches from the ironed uh, railing galleries. No. Everyone swore that the first flash of his knife was followed so swiftly by the rasp of saw on bone <gasps> that sight and sound seemed simultaneous. <laughs> to free both hands, he would clasp uh, the bloody knife between his teeth. Gada. End quote. Nhebeha. Okay. Few things. Uh, this should not be a timed sport, okay? <laughs> a couple of... One other thing. I was here for a cold, and now I don't have a leg. Like... <laughs> <laughs> how does... Oh, my God. Like, what? He's a fucking serial killer. Like, he just found... God, what just happened? So... I'm sure you're thinking, why the fuck would we care how fast a person can amputate a leg, I am thinking that. How does that make someone a good surgeon? It doesn't. It's not a volume game. Well, okay. I'm going to tell you. Please do. Why speed was important. I mean, sure. If you are being, if you have your leg amputated in the era before anesthesia, you want it over as fast as possible, I suppose. That is the first of the right things. Ding, ding, ding. And also, if you're a surgeon, you want to do it with a lot of alarm. I suppose you want to. That's not showmanship. A... That's that's half of being a doctor. Well, showmanship. The biggest thing was they didn't have painkillers, like you said. Right. But I, I think they did. Why are they knocking these people the fuck out? They did. like physically knocking them out. You could kill someone that way. I suppose, but you know, it's 1814. You're going to go through life without a leg. Is death that much worse? Yeah. Anyway, they also. <laughs> They weren't going to be able to give blood to the patients if the patient lost too much blood. So speed was important. Oh, they yeah. Had to so finish they up. cut it, cauterize it as fast as possible. Yeah. Close it off. Sure. So basically, the speed was vital to the survival of the patient. Okay. The pain that the, the uh, person would go through if it took too long could kill them, cause a heart attack, all that stuff. And then the loss of blood. Right. You know, So, you know, surgery back so, then was not a um, welcomed uh, experience. Oh, no, not like it is today. Yeah. Just think of where we are as a society that now we have elective surgery. Can you imagine anyone in 1830 going like, I'm electing to have this surgery? Yeah. No, it's you dying if you don't. Yes. That's what surgery's for. Elective surgery. Another reason. <laughs> Another reason that uh, surgeons needed to go fast Mm -hmm. was because patients who were getting amputated would often go into fight-or-flight mode, (laughs) and they would require assistance to hold them down during the procedure. Yeah. If the surgeon was not fast enough, then the patient in fight-or-flight mode would sometimes fight their way free and flee the surgery mid-amputation. No! That's horrifying. would often result in their death. Well, yeah. Because yeah. they would be bleeding out and All their the leg sure. would be half cut off. Yeah, but as they slowed down, it wouldn't be hard to find them. Ha! Follow the trail of blood. Yeah. <laughs> follow, 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 follow the trail of blood. <laughs> I got you, wicked witch. Oh, if ever a wonderful doctor there was. <laughs> Robert listened to him because, 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 because he cuts off things very fast. Oh, we're not no. in Kansas anymore. No, we're in Scotland. It's it's, it's so barbaric. <laughs> if you want, 
if you want some facts to prove that this mattered, that. Uh, the speed mattered, uh-huh. Liston would lose one in ten patients. Okay. That was his numbers. So okay. 90% of his patients during surgery would survive. That sounds, at that time of the world, pretty good. The uh, surgeons at the next closest location would lose 25% of their patients. So 2.5 people died. Yeah. For every 10. They're very different odds. Of course, you know, how are we counting them when they come out? Because if you take a quarter of a person, are they then three quarters of a person? So do you have to cut the legs off of 13 people to get 10 full ones? Pretty sure a white person should never say it's a person three quarters (laughs) of a person ever. (laughs) I don't, I don't think we have to bring race into this. All right, this was a mathematical question. <laughs> <laughs> There's still a human coming. <laughs> Three quarters of one. <laughs> Quote from the Atlantic.com. Quote. Sorry. List- I'm sorry for my colonialist past. <laughs> Liston's quick hands were so sought after that patients sometimes had to camp out. <laughs> sawed? Or sought? <laughs> That patients sometimes had to camp out in his waiting room for days, waiting for their turn to see him. Liston tried to see every last one of these patients, no matter their condition. He especially loved treating those cases that his fellow surgeons had dismissed as beyond help, which earned him a reputation among colleagues as being showy. So, (coughs) showy. Oh, that Liston. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Cutting things off is his answer for everything. I love that that makes him showy, but not fucking saying, time me, gentlemen. Uh, sure. Well, no, that's part of it. I feel like that's part of it. And he's that's... like the P.T. Barnum of... <laughs> he's P.T. Barnum, M.D. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> oh, God. This is three quarters of me. <laughs> and you saw through the leg with the bone saw. <laughs> and the screams of him causing awe. <laughs> Half of what I used to be. <laughs> this is most of me. <laughs> There's still a person. <laughs> People are going to get the impression that I have something against amputees after this, and they're going to have justification for it by what I said. You love amputees. I love amputees. I don't know. Why I said that, I don't know your life. No. I know your life well enough. I just had to say it, you know, to cover for the rest of this crap. (laughs) So, all right. Another thing that made him showy Mm? was the fact that he was uh, all for being clean. Okay. Which back then was not a thing. No, it's not a thing. So he would replace his apron every surgery, or he would clean them. Okay. Um, which oh, was man, not... Man, laundry bills. I know. But uh, it was not, like, acceptable back then. It wasn't doctors... part of the timing of him either, I bet. What? It wasn't part of the timing of him either. No, no, no. It wouldn't be like, time you gentlemen, start untying. Da, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, it, other surgeons were like, no, you let them see the blood-stained apron so they know that you've done it and they can trust you. Yeah. And he's like... It's a mark of... Experience, wisdom. Yeah, yeah no. and I'm like, and no. He also uh, washed his hands and his equipment before and after each surgery. Mm-hmm. That's why it took him so long to see everybody in his office. Yeah, but you know what, though? He was clean. Which he is, made it up in the actual amputations, though. Yeah, that, and because of this, his survival rate for patients went through the roof. Mm-hmm. Because Well. <laughs> not always, but a lot of the time. <laughs> 
The point is he was clean, and therefore sure. he was showy. Sure. You help poor people, and you clean yourself. Yeah. This is the... I, I listened to uh, a medical history podcast, Sawbones. Oh, okay. And they're great, and, 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 you know, so I know a little bit about this era, because, like, hand-washing wasn't really invented yeah, <laughs> until, no, like, slightly like before this. The 50s, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. I'm surprised you don't know Liston, then. How exciting for me. I don't think I do. Maybe I, I might have... Maybe I heard, and I I don't retain a lot of stuff oh. after the day. That's okay. Which is nice, because it's like every day is an adventure. Who's the president? No. <laughs> so, let's, uh, let's oh, jump into... How could you deny two. me Discovery, Matt? Okay, fine. <laughs> let's... <laughs> Let's uh, let's list a few of his most well-known famous surgeries according to Wikipedia. All right, Are you ready for this? Yeah, it's wild. The fourth most famous. We're gonna go wow. from lowest to highest. Sure, because the best. And we're starting with four. Yeah, four for no apparent reason. Well, it's fourth most the famous. Fifth most famous one was just a regular amputation. Yeah, uh, but the fourth was he removed a forty-five pound tumor. From the scrotum of a man who needed to use a wheelbarrow in order to move said tumor. <gasps> he would do this in under four minutes. And all I can think about is that must have been four minutes of hell. All I can think of is that's the fourth? That's the fourth most impressive. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Or most famous. Right. So he would do other things aside from amputations. He would also cut other stuff out of you. Sure. Well, that's sort of like an amputation. Yeah. Sort of. Oh, it's it's definitely got its merits, yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> did third... that without anesthesia, too. Oh, God. Mm. Get that knife away from my balls! Oh. <laughs> I said, Although yeah. you can't really go into fight or flight with that one. You need a wheelbarrow to run away. <laughs> just take the wheelbarrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can fight. I also just want to point out, like, did this guy wear pants? I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, can I not think about that? Sure, <laughs> Thank sure. you. Thanks. So, okay, the third, <laughs> the third case was how he made a mistake with a young boy. Um. Not that way. Okay. It was a medical mistake. Fine. The young boy had an aneurysm in his carotid artery. Okay. Uh, and went to see him. Uh, but he didn't know he had an aneurysm. He's just like, I've got a weird thing on my neck. Sure. Hey, doctor. <laughs> Take uh, a look at this. <laughs> His in-house surgeon, so it's like fellow surgeon person, uh, basically started arguing with Liston and, and was like, that's an aneurysm. And Liston was like, no, it's a tumor or an abscess. Duh. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking Liston. I'm the fastest knife. Listen to me, bitch. So, yeah, but like, he's the fastest knife. He's not the quickest diagnostician. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So Liston is quoted saying... He's got a little ego, doesn't he? He's quoted saying, quote, pay... He never heard of an aneurysm and one so young. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He then took a knife out of his pocket and Shit. stabbed the abscess, which was in fact an aneurysm, and the boy bled out and died. That's not. But hey, so I just want I to thought point we out, were talking about successes. Well, no, these are famous surgeries. He just pulled out a knife and stabbed a boy in the neck <laughs> and was like, "Oh, he bled to death," and everyone was like, "Well, that's okay, champ. You'll get him again tomorrow." <laughs> Uh, no! Medical boards! Like, fucking sue this guy! That's malpractice! So, Ooh. the second most famous case... Man, yeah, was a real curveball. I thought these were going to be successes. Not, no, not, just the tumor not one. Not uniformly, just the tumor one. <laughs> Alright, now I'm ready for fucking anything. <laughs> now he killed two other people in a very flashy way. 
So the second most famous case was when he removed a leg from a patient in two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. But because he was going so fast, he also happened to cut off the man's testicles as well. Okay, see, that is exactly what I'm talking about, when this should not necessarily be all about speed. Well, here's the thing I don't understand. If you know you have to go fast, why are you not pulling up the balls and testicles and, and, and penis away from the and, leg? Yes, and penis, don't forget. Yeah, because, like, God forbid that he gets cut off, extremely too. high. He had to do yeah. the whole big old leg. Yeah, he was like, we're getting rid of it all! Yeah, not, that's, again, medical, again, why are we... Talking about consent again. You did not have consent to take my testicles. <laughs> I'm sorry, you did not have consent to stab my child in the neck. Yeah. Fuck. So, his- okay, so for, I'm just, this is just for those who are keeping score. I was starting to really respect Dr. Liston. Now it's, I'm on the decline again. His most famous surgery mm-hmm. was a one of a kind that has never been repeated to this day. Before we get there, did the testicle guy live? I think he lived. Okay. But again, it's 1814, you've got one leg and no testicles. <laughs> That's his life now. What, yeah, yeah what, what did we ask him later how he felt about it? <laughs> I mean, he was alive, I guess. Yeah, sure, all right, sure. If you call it living. Maybe so. he's a soprano now. <laughs> I think he's going to hire the sopranos to kill this guy. Ah, you're going to sleep with Loch Ness. I was only trying to do my job. The most efficient way of possible. Also, it's 1820. I'm on every amphetamine that hasn't even been invented yet. <laughs> He's a stoned-up surgeon. Yeah. We gotta do this. He was, he this. was coked to the gills, this guy. He'd be like, time me! <laughs> That's the only thing. He comes I in, think. his entire mouth area is just covered in white powder. Absolutely. Like, he had to wash the, the grit off his hands every time. That's why he's he, washing his hands. It he was, screams, yeah. let's do this! Let's do this! <laughs> so, <laughs> just start cutting. His most famous surgery mm. was a one of a kind that had never been repeated to this day. Oh, I think we're going to find out why. He, do you want to give a guess? He detrunked an elephant. No. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I can't think of God. why you want to do that. Poor yeah. elephant. <laughs> that elephant would have slapped him. Sure. He, yeah, try holding that down if it's in fight or flight mode. <laughs> he would amputate the uh, uh, a leg of a patient in two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. But... But during the surgery, he also happened to cut off a few fingers from his assistant. Then, because he was moving so fast, he happened to cut the coat of an upper-class spectator. While he didn't actually cut the spectator, the spectator died from fear, uh, had a heart attack on the spot. The patient would later get gangrene and die, Uh and the assistant would later get gangrene and die. Uh, so he is the only surgeon to have a 300% mortality rate in a single surgery to this day. Oh my fucking <laughs> god with this guy. Why are we letting him keep practicing? Time me. He is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't win today, champ. Oh <laughs> You'll get him next time, doctor. <laughs> That's just horrible. Like, he has to be stopped. <laughs> how, how is he never sick? He's around all these people. I want him to get sick and die himself. Well, it feels like it feels like he took out more people than he healed. Well, in this case, he undid shit. He, he killed three people yeah. by trying to just 
just maim one of them. Can you can you imagine he goes home to like his wife and he's like and she's like, Oh, what happened today? And he's like, I killed three people today. And she's like, Oh, three different surgeries. No. no. Just the one surgery today. The one, How the one, hell did you kill one, three people? Killed one 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 person never had a chance. <laughs> <laughs> the other two, that's on me. <laughs> I also want to know, how the fuck did he cut some, like, spectator's coat? Because I, I saw what the rooms looked like. Yeah. And there's, it's, I mean, it's mortifying. Cause it's imagine how, that, theater. how wild he was flash, like, you know, flailing. Yeah. Like, don't let this flailing doctor have sharp implements. Well, all I can think of is... Maybe in order to get out of the gallery, you had to walk by the surgery to leave the room or something. Mm-hmm. So maybe someone's like, I have to pee. Oops, if only I'd held my bladder, I wouldn't be dead. <laughs> I don't want to victim Ironically, but... when you die, you don't hold your bladder. So I know. It's going to happen either way. <laughs> Can you imagine every time someone like dies in the gallery, he's just like, take him. Every, every time. Here's my issue. You've cut a number of fingers off of your assistant, right? Why don't you take the arm at that point? Thinking, gosh... He can't use this anyway, and what's my specialty? Wait a second. I don't <laughs> it's like, know. Jenkins is down. Stevenson, hold him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he could have he gotten it done real quick. Oh, boy. But the f- idea that he's cutting that fast that he cut off some fingers, I'm just like, mm, boo-boo. Mm. No, no. The devil's in the details, Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> All right? Just, just really, really just cut what we're trying to cut off. Now, I don't want you to think that he was only known for a speedy chop-chop. I mean, no, he That's... also stabbed that kid. <laughs> I have something on my neck. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was a murderer. <laughs> he couldn't stop talking. <laughs> he kept complaining about this thing on his neck. I had to make him stop. Wow. He he made fun of my accent. <laughs> Which is crazy, because we're all here in Scotland. <laughs> You have a stupid voice. I said, I said, I've been talking like this since I was a baby. <laughs> Sucking on me mammy's tit. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> felt bad saying That's it. what broke us. Yeah. That, that finally, that's what did it. People have died this episode, but we couldn't handle that. So, Dr. Liston also invented something that would render his talents of speed somewhat useless in the long run in medicine. He invented a gun. <laughs> now we just shoot them in the head. Now everybody who comes into Dr. Liston's office, we say, we sit them aside and say, you have two options. You can go through this horrible process, or we can just shoot you now. We can take you out to the pasture. <laughs> we'll tell them that you're living on a farm. <laughs> With a lot of other happy Scottish people. <laughs> he was the first surgeon to ever use ether to knock out a patient before the surgery. Really? In 1846... That's a big step forward. Oh, yeah. yeah. In 1846, he would enter his surgery theater, getting ready to help out his patient, uh, Frederick Churchill. Mm -hmm. I don't think he was related to Winston Churchill, but I don't know. Is he related to Luke Perry? That's my question. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Good. All right. (laughs) Surprisingly. Sure. Frederick was uh, down on his luck with his... Yeah, because <laughs> look what he drew for a doctor. <laughs> He's having some problems with his right knee. <laughs> Let's take it. Let's so take it out. He had tried so many things to make it better, but nothing was working, right? Mm-hmm. So, according to Liston, it had to come off. Yeah, he goes to Liston, and he's like, my knee hurts. And Liston's like, Let's... We better cut it right off again. Yeah. Oh, you think so? I re- I just walked into a wall. I, wasn't <laughs> sure. I just did it. <laughs> my leg... <laughs> 
my balls. You're welcome. As Liston entered the room, instead of calling out for people to time him, he would call out, quote, We are going to try a Yankee Dodge today, gentlemen, for making men insensible. Okay. A Yankee Dodge? A Yankee Is he blaming Dodge. America for this fantastic medical advancement? I don't know. They gave Frederick the ether, and he was out like a light. Right. Then they, they they then put a cloth with the ether over his face. And fully killed him. <laughs> uh, so he would remain unconscious as they performed the surgery. Sure. Here's a I'm little overdose like, with your, with your like, surgery. He's not a fucking bird. I you can't just put a cloth over him and then he'll go I, to sleep. I, did it work? Sounds like it worked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's shh, shh. It's night. It's night. Shh. It's night. Shh. <laughs> So it only took Liston 25 seconds to remove the leg because the patient was not moving, screaming, etc. Whoa. So he did this just to make his time faster? This guy's a serial killer. Quote from He's the... fucking... Oh, my God. He's diabolical. Quote from TheAtlantic.com. Quote, Churchill roused a few minutes later and reportedly asked uh, when the operation was going to be uh, to begin to the amusement of the audience. Um, yeah, oh, hilarious. I love the audience like, oh, oh, he doesn't know. How adorable. Your leg's already gone, chap. <laughs> You're already a cripple. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you, In the tiny. parlance of the time. <laughs> Look at you, tiny Tim. <laughs> God bless us, everyone. The <laughs> <laughs> oh, money oh. is great. <laughs> I love the theater. <laughs> Basically, first of all, who the fuck goes and watches this? If it's not, <laughs> that's, that's a whole thing. It's not just the students. There's other people there, too. I know. It's a whole thing. It was like a spectator thing. Basically, Ether had been a rousing success. I would go. So Ether was not always a win. Why aren't they using axes? This is what I want to know. I'm pretty like, sure... Like, it doesn't seem like he's a real, like precision man, honestly. So why not just go whole hog? And I actually the fucking had the misfortune of seeing some images, not photos, but mm -hmm. drawings. They were pretty precise. Oh, okay. It was just... I, I, the occasional finger and oh, testicle flying just, as well. They showed an image and it was like the skin peeled back. And I was like, why would you peel back the skin? Don't do that. Oh, no, they need to do that so they can close it around the, whole, the, I the stump know, again. But I'm just like, oh, just burn it. Just burn just it. Just burn it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry that you had to look at those for these. So this I did it. I did it for you guys out there. So you don't have to. Um, ether would uh, be a great medical advancement, right? Sure. But it was not always a win, as no. it caused some surgeons to have lung problems. Really? Some people would vomit from it. Some mm. patients, and it was known to cause fires. The last thing you want when you're in there for an amputation. I know. Yeah. Not Blah. hygienic. <laughs> you're struggling, falling asleep, and throwing up. I know. And then you wake up, and you're covered in vomit with no legs? <laughs> it's not your best day. What the hell happened? <laughs> Got, like, the fucking exorcist in here. <gasps> it was like a frat party. <laughs> Looks like oh, a frat no. party in here. It's hashtag don't do that. <laughs> so... The other thing was that it was known to cause fires since it was flammable. Ether. So they they performed surgery by, like, gaslight. Sure. And so they would burn down. Not, not good. Also not ideal. Right. So sure. they're like, my, my theater. My, oh, no, my beautiful theater. Yeah. But ether would be the grandfather to the modern-day anesthesia that we know and love to this day. Propofol. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> what is it? Propofol? Isn't that one? Is that? I don't know. I don't I've, know. I've only been under once or twice. Yeah. Twi three times. What for? A lady. What? What for? 
What's four? Oh, what? two yeah. endoscopies. Okay. Uh, for ulcer stuff. Okay. And one uh, tonsil removal. There you go. When I came out of the tonsil removal, mm-hmm. I definitely hit on the male nurse real hard. Well, why wouldn't you? I was like, how are you doing? Sure. And he was like, you're a child. <laughs> you're a child? <laughs> how old were you? I was like 15 or oh. 16. <laughs> yeah, I have had it for wisdom teeth. Sure. Um, my appendix. Sure. And I had a cyst removed from a testicle. What? Yes, yes. But they were very, they were very precise. Wow. Yeah. So three times as well. Three times a lady. <laughs> Once, twice, three. <laughs> <laughs> he passed out in front of me. Perfect. Perfect. Wait. So Liston would pass away at oh, the age. Oh darn it. <laughs> He passed away at the age of 53 oh, man. from an aneurysm okay. that may or may not have been caused by a sailing irony. accident. Irony. <laughs> it was caused by irony. <laughs> <laughs> it was caused by a long ago curse I think placed on was, him by the mother of a child. He's on a boat and uh, the boat got hit and he hit his head. And he just, had an aneurysm. I'm not, I mean, like, okay, he's a hero, I suppose, but I'm not that sorry to see him go. He. he was, he you was know. a good guy for what they knew back then. Yeah. But if he if he was less stubborn, he did some other great stuff too. Yeah. He he. It's hard uh, to get past the killing three people when trying to save one. Yeah, he <laughs> did stop um, another murderous doctor, but that was a big another to murderous do, doctor. And I just, it was a while. Like, what are they like Highlanders? They can only be one. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> well, he's cutting things off, so don't they cut their heads off or something? I, yes, exactly. That's so, what he went for. That's how he did it. That's yeah. So, here's the thing. There's more on this doctor for those of you out there listening. Check him out. He's weird. He's yeah, wild. He's got some other stories. Character, sure. Um, I feel like we owe him some thanks for some of the medical advancements with the cleanliness and all that. But yeah. Like, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he's check a, him out. Check him out. It's a mixed bag. You know, he's a human. He's a human. He's yeah. got the good things. He's got the bad things. You know, so he saved a bunch of people. He, he killed also a killed a bunch of people. <laughs> so. It was a heady time. Okay. <laughs> It was, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> Limtastic. Yes, it was. What is the bright side? Gosh, uh, uh, this is this has been a roller coaster, I tell you. Uh, but I'm I'm sure the advancement of medical knowledge sure. over the course of his career things yeah. got a little better, and he helped with that. And he helped. Sure. Um, his survival rate because of his cleanliness. Mm-hmm. Really mattered, and his cleanliness. But not because of the timing, really. Well, probably the timing too. Well, his cleanliness, I'm sure, led to other people being clean. Yeah. Like it wasn't the official thing until later. He was ahead of his time. I like the. I, I like to imagine him after the 1840s, but before his death. Right, he probably had this really golden age, right, of amputation, where he could knock a bitch out. And then they wouldn't be struggling, but he also still had his faculties and he was fast, right? Yeah. That must have been the best time for him to be a doctor. He must have loved that. Get the surgery done quick. No struggling and just rip that fucking leg off. (laughs) Less blood. Yeah. He must have gone home so satisfied so many days. Yeah, he's like, we have another win. It was a good time. (laughs) This is for you, Jimmy. Yeah. Little Jimmy. Uh, (laughs) Today's patient will probably die. It's the fastest I've ever done it. <laughs> the other thing is that he actually did really care about helping people, where he actually 
because of that, he invented a tool to make the surgeries go faster with that medicine. Like, like mm-hmm. he, he figured out that you could use it for that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think someone else had invented it, and he was like, what if we use this yeah, for they've this? Been, they've, they're only using it to get high. Yeah. <laughs> I can use this for medicine. Yeah. I can, I can use it to take more parts off of more people faster. Yeah. I can cut twice as many legs in two and a half minutes. Advancement. You could be no leg. <laughs> Thank you, technology. No leg Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're here to take one leg, but let me put something on your plate. <laughs> we have a two for one. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, yeah, so yeah. I, this was a pretty good bright side. And you yeah. think about, it, like, yes, people died. Yes, sure. he's h- historic in how many deaths in one surgery. <laughs> but yeah, that his, was a b- bit of a debacle. Bit his, of a debacle. His track record's pretty good. Pretty good for the time. So yeah. He's a hero. I guess we'd have to come down if we had to be hero or villain. He's a psychopathic hero. That's how an, I'd go. He's an anti-hero. <laughs> wow. What a day. What a day this is. What a day. Ah, well, thank you very much, Jason, for bringing this to my attention. I'm, I'm, I'm. I, I wish I didn't know, <laughs> <laughs> but I do, and that's what I come here for. <laughs> As always, uh, these facts are found online. Yes, we are not historians. Uh, if but... you have a, a complaint, uh, send it to Donald Trump because. <laughs> Because he'll listen just as much as we will. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us again this week. We'll see you next week. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Ah, you cut my titties. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at BrightsideKNJ and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the bright, bright side. side.